expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 15 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,909 on turnover of 3.4 billion NT. The market closed marginally down on Monday after Wall Street slipped last week and China tightened travel controls in some areas in response to coronavirus infections. Health Minister Chen Shizhong says the government has now completed the design of a national digital coronavirus vaccine certificate system. The system will recognize local emergency use authorization vaccines and most World Health Organization-approved vaccines, and it will broadly follow the model adopted by the European Union. The certification is digital proof that an individual has either been vaccinated against the coronavirus, received a negative test result, or recovered from the virus. According to Chen, Taiwan's missions and representative offices overseas have been tasked with promoting cross-system bilateral validation with other nations. However, the health minister is not saying when the program will be launched. DPP Zhanghua County councillors have launched a petition seeking to upgrade the county to the status of a special municipality and are calling on the local government to help promote the move. Former Zhanghua City Mayor Chou Jianfu says the county is Taiwan's largest administrative district after the six special municipalities and is an important agricultural, technological and industrial center. According to Cho, the county has a population of 1.26 million people, meaning it's over the upgrade requirement as stipulated in the Local Government Act. The petition calls on the county government to draft a restructuring plan with the eventual goal of upgrading it to a special municipality. In international news, Hong Kong's Security Bureau is dismissing allegations the city's controversial national security law is eroding public freedoms. The latest criticism of the legislation comes as global human rights group Amnesty International says it is closing its Hong Kong offices because of the impact of the law. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Amnesty International says it will close its two offices in Hong Kong by the end of the year. The Human Rights Group says the decision was driven by Hong Kong's national security law. It says the law has made it effectively impossible for human rights organizations in Hong Kong to work freely and without fear of serious reprisals from the government. It accuses the law of creating an environment of repression and perpetual uncertainty over what activities might lead to criminal sanctions. Hong Kong's Security Bureau is dismissing those allegations. It says the security law clearly stipulates that Hong Kongers' rights and freedoms will be protected and that the law is only enforced based on evidence with no prejudice against a suspect's political stance or background. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. 
UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has announced the appointment of former UN Under Secretary General Nolene Heiser of Singapore as the new UN Special Envoy for Conflict-Torn Myanmar. She will succeed Christine Schreiner Bergener of Switzerland, whose three and a half years in the post saw a military takeover of the Southeast Asian nation last February that led to nationwide protests and violence. Her term, her term ends on Sunday. Heiser led UN agencies promoting women and economic and social development in Asia. And finally, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has stepped back from a threat to expel the ambassadors of ten Western nations over their support for a jailed activist. He said in televised remarks that his administration believes the ambassadors will be more careful in their statements. The envoys, including those of the U.S., Germany, and France, last week called for the release of philanthropist Osman Kavala. He has been in a Turkish prison for four years, awaiting trial on charges many view as unfounded. The ambassadors of the Netherlands, Canada, Denmark, Sweden, Finland, Norway, and New Zealand also joined the appeal. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.